0: Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 107, Goal Setting for the Rest of the Year with Susan Brennan. So Susan is our accountability and goal-setting coach here at I Heart My Life. She is a coach within a variety of different programs that we have, our I Heart Coaching program. She's also part of our Mastermind program, and she really supports our clients in a big way uh, in terms of getting things done. So Susan is very passionate about the fact that if there is not a deadline on the calendar for your goals... Well, frankly, that goal is not real. So she believes that deadlines are life, and she helps our clients get clear on the bite-sized steps that they need to take to reach their huge, massive, big-picture vision goals, and how to do it with conviction, with consistency, and also with celebration. So I think today's episode is going to be really powerful for you. Susan makes goal-setting so simple. And we really dive into the process that she teaches all of our clients at I Hurt My Life so that you can use it and apply it to your own life and business. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode is sponsored by our I Growth virtual workshop happening June 11th and 12th. If you want support in your business planning, if you want to understand what numbers to measure in your business to get the most bang for your buck, if you want to learn why goal setting is required for success, if you want to understand and put in place the influence model, which by the way, helped uh, one of our clients sell a $50,000 package, If you want to receive our 90-day content planner and calendar, this workshop is for you. We're going to be breaking down the planning process, so you will leave with a strategic plan that works in your business. You're going to have clarity on your next steps in your business. You're going to know what you're selling. You're going to get clear on your revenue goals. You're going to understand what works in your company and do a business audit from the past few quarters. All of this is happening in just the span of two days. So if you are ready for massive growth and impact, get yourself on this workshop. And because you are an incredible I Heart My Life show listener, you're going to get 75% off. So go to IHeartMyLife.com. Under events, you'll see that there's our incredible, game-changing I Heart Growth workshop. You're going to be able to sign up for 75% off by using the promo code INSIDER. We'll also put this link in the show notes to make it easier for you, but I want you to join this workshop. It's only $23 for our listeners. All of that information I just shared in that span of two days, also networking and learning directly from my top coaches. Okay. All of that will happen in the span of two days and it's only $23 for our listeners. Okay. This is a no brainer. Get yourself on this workshop and I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Susan. I'm so excited to chat with you and hear more about your story because I actually don't know much about your background prior to the time uh, that we met about six months ago. So I'm excited to hear that and have you teach us more about goal setting. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to dive in. Awesome. So what I normally do with our guests, first and foremost, is get really clear about the story behind the success. So I'd love to know a little bit more about what brought you to coaching and doing the work that you do in the world now. Yeah. So
1: super long story short, so I don't eat up the whole podcast talking about it. I started my company a little over eight years ago as a personal assistant in Seattle, Washington, and really started discovering that one I did not have a good business model set up and it was because I was not asking anyone for support <laughs> I was just flippantly doing things on my own trying stuff out and it was not working and I started discovering that i I was not making a good use of my time and actually ended up transitioning my company into being a virtual assistant so that I can make the most use of my hours in the day instead of using it for traffic and traveling to and from clients. So that brought me into the online space, working with online coaches and getting to see behind the scenes of the business, how it's run, how they're interacting with their clients, the difference they're getting to make and really started recognizing, I like this. This is, this is cool. I was getting connected. Um, My client's that I got to work with were just phenomenal women. And thankfully that trend has continued, which is so fun. Um, And it really started building into coaching probably my last year or so up in Washington state before I moved here to San Diego. I was just having conversations with my clients and unintentionally, supporting them and coaching them with goal setting, with getting really clear on the actions it was going to take them and what it was going to take from our team to hit those goals. And we sort of all um, in the conversations were recognizing like, this is this is a sweet spot for me. I'm enjoying it. It's helping the team. It's making a difference. And it's definitely a fun way that my brain enjoys working is honing in and getting super clear with people on, okay, that's an awesome goal. Let's really get clear on what it's going to take to get there. So it doesn't just remain this huge, amazing, big vision someday goal. We bring it into the present and create really tangible action steps around that so that the goals can be achieved. So that's kind of how it started. And then I used my move down to San Diego as the official transition um, from virtual assistant into coaching only and ended up staying on with my clients as a coach in their communities. um, Because it was just a, it was a new way that I got to serve in the community. And um, I've been coaching ever since. So that's been the last like three and a half years.
0: I love that. And so at the very start, when you were doing the personal assistant work, what was it that kind of brought you into entrepreneurship? Were you always a business owner? Or at some point, did you have a quote, real job? What was that journey like?
1: Uh, it was definitely the quote, real job that, uh, that allowed me to recognize perhaps that corporate America is not my best fit. Um, I grew up in a home where my dad is an entrepreneur, my aunt is an entrepreneur. I got to see it sort of on the outskirts. Although, admittedly, as a kid, I was not really paying too much attention on what that actually looked like. And I can only imagine what it would be like to start a company when you have a family and three young kids. So it feels a little um, simpler for me because it's just me. So I, I was able to make that choice and have it really only impact myself. Um, And that was driven a lot through trying on a bunch of different hats in corporate America at regular jobs. Like do I I tried retail? I tried um, working in sales. I was working in the technology industry. And then I switched over to senior care industry. I worked as a caregiver for a while. Like I played around in a lot of different arenas and at the end of the day i kept coming back to it it kind of fits but it doesn't really fit it wasn't really tailored towards my skill sets and i wasn't really actually getting to utilize my best self i was kind of you know you put the hat on and you and you go to work and head down and trudge through and ugh i did not want to keep living like that so yeah um, i yeah so i transitioned into starting my own company when i really Uh, left a corporate job after management was just getting really... um, It just became really unethical. And I I just could not support them in integrity anymore. So left Corporate America and thought... I, I gave myself a little sabbatical over the summer. And then I started my company. And where
0: did you initially find your clients?
1: So a lot of it was... Um, in-person networking. So I did belong to a networking, like an official networking group and got to know a lot of people through that. And then it became word of mouth as I worked with clients and then they would introduce me to people. And um, I I actually looking back, looking at the clients that I really worked with on an ongoing basis, as opposed to like a project-based basis, they were clients that I had reached out to as sort of like a recommendation through a friend of a friend, like, Hey, you should check out so-and-so they're up to some cool stuff. And so I checked out so-and-so and and I reached out to them and took them out to coffee and got to know them. And it wasn't an immediate, um, you know, this is funny to look back at the beginning stages. I did not know how to make an offer. I didn't have a program set up. I didn't know how to quote unquote make sales for my company. So it was kind of a lot of it was on a, on a hope and a wish, which is not, I don't recommend it, but that's the truth of what I did.
0: But at the same time, I think it's really important important to point out that we all have networks and we all have networking abilities right now, regardless of where we're starting. And sometimes it's as simple as sending that email or like you said, having that cup of coffee and just initiating a conversation. Because I do think that we overthink sales and sales is really just, I have this service. Do you need it? Let's have a conversation and then go from there.
1: Absolutely. And, And to that, I would say, Every single time I was nervous, every time. And it just took that brief moment of courage to, like you said, send the email or reach out on Facebook or send a text message or ask your friend for an introduction. And it was those moments of courage. And now I look back and I think I have not only got to work with each of those people, but I got to form friendships with them. We've collaborated on different things. And you know, this is years later and we're still dear people in one another's life. And it started with a nervous me reaching out, you know, kind of hoping and putting myself out there. So go take, take advantage of those moments of courage and put yourself in scenarios where you will utilize the opportunities in front of you.
0: Totally. And so you said that you, when you moved from Seattle down to San Diego, that was kind of you transitioning um, in terms of the coaching space as well. So going from the virtual assistant into more of of the coach and the accountability and the goal setting type mentor. And so first and foremost, I'm curious to know what was that move about for you? Was it just, I want to live in San Diego or was there something more? Oh, there was probably a lot more that went into it than will fit into a podcast. But
1: I will say, the I was dating someone and the relationship ended. And looking back, it ended in the best possible way. I mean, he was a complete gentleman about it. He, he initiated it. He actually took the time and care to tell me why he had ended the relationship and in the moment I was devastated, heartbroken. I had planned my future with this man. Like I was completely it rocked my world. Um, but it's absolutely one of the biggest gifts I've ever been given in my whole life is the fact that he did that and the way that he did that. And what it opened up for me was I mean, he lovingly said, "I, I can't support you the way you need to be supported. And looking back I had been ignoring for many, many years the fact that I was living with depression. And ignorance is not bliss, but it, it, it feels like it when you're in something that's so heavy and you don't know how to address it. So I chose to ignore it for years and his ending the relationship really brought it to the forefront that not only am I depressed, but it's affecting every single area of my life. And so that prompted a whole like personal development, figure myself out, discover who I am, what I'm about um, journey that actually brought me traveling to San Diego every few weeks for a leadership development program that I went through. And it was life changing, it was amazing. And at the end of that program, which would have been February 2017, I decided I love San Diego. I now I had a network of people down here now because I've been getting to know them through this. Um, And a a business coach I previously previously worked with was based out of San Diego, so I traveled down here a few times and just decided I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to finally. I like had the light bulb moment during the training that oh my gosh I'm the reason that I am where I am. Like it's because of choices that I have made. It's not because someone else made me do something. And that gave me such freedom. It was like this moment of, Oh my gosh, that means that I could make different choices and have a different outcome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I know a lot of people um, can resonate. There are moments that we experience and challenges where it feels like at the time, it's the worst thing in the world. We can't believe this is happening. And ultimately, looking back, we know it was actually for us. And it sent us on a trajectory that got us to where we are today and opened doors and gave us clarity. So I totally resonate with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I would be if I hadn't again, taking the moment of courage to join the program and taking the moment of courage to admit that to myself and that moment of courage to decide to move down here and then take the action to back it up. And all these things that, you know, we're talking about goal setting on the call today. And, you know, that's for so many years, my goals had been set by other people. This is your quarterly goal. This is what you need to hit. This is your quota. This is you know what it should look like by the end of the season we should win the championship game like it it's was so interesting for me to recognize that I could actually choose what i wanted and i could actually choose what my goals were and and create them to be in alignment with my vision and not just with you know the the quote unquote title or position that i held at the time but that i could actually flow those goals and visions and exciting, anticipatory, um, joy-filled, like, uh, kind of things, I could choose and, and line them up with my life and not just one corner pocket of my life. Very liberating. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I think what people need to really understand is, of course, so often we get into entrepreneurship for the the lure of the freedom. And at the same time, once reality hits and we're in our own business, we're the thing that's driving it forward. That often yeah. turns into overwhelm and not knowing how to do goal setting, mm-hmm. not knowing how to set targets. And um, sometimes people also have, have this lack of motivation, or they feel um, just confused about what steps to take. So at any point, did you have that in your business?
1: You know, I mean, so much of my business has been figure it out as you go and throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. And um, it wasn't until I started working with coaches and really getting that clarity of oh, you could actually set up a system around that or you could actually automate that or bring in, you know, delegate that piece out to someone who knows what they're doing or um, all these different pieces. I I would not say that at the beginning of my business, at least that I had any sort of clarity on goal setting. I think part of what I did, and I'll, I'll say this as a take heed if you're starting your business, don't do what I did in... Yeah. Because I was so drawn to that freedom aspect of, oh, I can make my own schedule. I can work from home. I can do what I want, when I want. I was not using my time wisely. And I was so caught up in the quote unquote freedom that I didn't create any structure. I didn't set any goals. I just sort of quote unquote went with the flow. And Mm -hmm. that's a very dangerous place to go when like if you don't have clear goals and you have nothing that you're going for, you're not having the impact that you could have. And what I've come to realize in the, in the more recent years is really how much freedom structure gives you. And goals are a huge part of structure. Like you get to have clarity on what you're working towards, what you're building. And so you don't have your team just placing bricks all over the place, all willy nilly. You're having them place bricks In alignment with what's gonna build the building in a sound way. So,
0: totally. And I think that there's a difference between you know, feeling free and feeling out of control. And what I find is that that structure and those boundaries and that schedule and those goals, they, like you said, there's freedom in the structure and you're no longer feeling out of control or like you have no predictability or you can't actually affect or impact your company. And yep. you know where your time is being spent and what's actually working and what's not working. And so how you should use your time in the future. And I can couldn't agree with you more because I was very much and still am very intuitive about a lot of the work that I do, but I've learned how to pair that with planning and goal setting and that structure that actually creates more freedom. And also I think more relief.
1: Yeah. And it's the, it's one of those things that you just want to shake people and say, I just want you to get this piece. Like I'm not trying to lock you into a box by helping you create structure. Um, and I think it's, it's almost like nailed on a chalkboard for creatives, especially when they're like, don't give me structure, let me flow. I'm like, I'm, I swear having structure is actually going to help you <laughs> be deeper in your flow and help you create what you're wanting to create um, and help you not spin out of control, like you're talking about.
0: Totally. So tell people what the first step is in terms of setting goals. And I just want to preface this with saying, one of the reasons why we want to have this conversation, at least right now at the time that we're recording it is because there's a lot of upheaval in the world. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of questions around, should I keep moving forward? Do I still promote my business? You know, Do I still stick to the goals? And so I really want everyone to remember that Although right now, today, it's June 2020. um, Your goals do not need to be thrown out the window. Although this year has not gone as planned in many ways, you can still move forward with your dreams. So Susan, I'd love for you to share a little bit around the framework Mm -hmm. and your methodology around goal setting and accountability.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I love what what you brought up that it's like this year is not lost. It didn't go how we thought that it would go. I think it caught pretty much everyone off guard and we still have plenty of time left and there's still I'm such a fan of taking action every day that will actually get you to your goal in my opinion more effectively than frantically trying to cram in like oh, I have one afternoon every month where I can kind of sort of do something and then you're spinning and you're trying something and it doesn't work and then you're not readdressing it until the next afternoon the next month. Like if you take one tiny action every day, you're actually going to hit your goal way more effectively. So, with that said, I have a couple different approaches that I take with people. There well, I have a couple different steps I take with people. It's all the same approach of getting you clear on what your goals are. First and foremost, I think a lot of people really struggle with actually coming up with, I don't even know what I want my goals to be. So that's the first thing I walk people through is, is I actually set them up through a vision boarding exercise of let's actually get clear on what you want your goals to be. And then we can reverse engineer and do the backwards math to figure out, okay, what, what is it actually going to take from a really logical standpoint for you to hit those goals? So, oh, were you going to say something?
0: Yeah. Do you find that that process is different um, based on the stage of business someone is at? Because the reason I'm asking is because you're a coach within our company and we work with a variety of different levels of business owners. And so I think, especially for people who are newer in business, the more bite size, the better, because you see yourself hitting these goals. You see yourself accomplishing something on a regular basis. And that tells your mind, hey, you know, you can do this. Whereas our mastermind, members were planning out a bit further ahead. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I love that. And and I'm a huge fan of the daily wins because it does build your confidence and it, it it really does help improve your mindset and help you feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm making traction. I'm actually getting closer to my goal. Um, and for the mastermind members or for people who are further along in business, I think we, we do still get to break it down into those really tangible action steps. But the fun part about that is when you're further along in business or when you're at a spot in your business where you can be bringing team on board, then you can still be growing and staying in your sweet spot and know that those actions are being taken care of by someone else. But you still get to be clear on your values, your vision, so that anyone you bring into your company can join with you on that. And it's a really, really good filter system to put in place as you're empowering team members to step fully into owning their position. When they're really clear on what the values of the company are, where the company's headed, the vision for the company, who we're impacting, the difference we want to make, they're able to put their decisions through that filter and really stay in alignment with you and with the vision that you have for the company because they're really clear because you've communicated it really clearly.
0: So I Yeah, think- exactly. And when you're thinking about visioning with people, let's just say someone who's newer in business, what does that process look like? How far are you visioning out?
1: Yeah, so it's it at first I actually don't put a time frame on it. I I mean it's common for people to do a vision board towards the beginning of the year and you plan out your year. So that's cool You, if, if it helps you to put a time frame around it. But I actually just want to get people into the mode of, let's just start envisioning your dreamiest life. What do you want to create? And I know this is more focused towards business. I I do take my clients through the, like if you've seen the um, wheel of life type thing where it's all the different yeah. categories, relationships, finances, fitness, you know, education, all the different things that you would want to expand in. And, and I love that I Heart My Life, like we are all about the all-encompassing. It's your full life. It's not just this sliver. Um, but it's fun to see people float then between the different categories because once they start dreaming something up over here, then it enhances their ability to dream other things up in other categories. And it just starts building. Um, and then from there, we actually pick out, you know, okay, this is all awesome what's going to be your focus pieces from this? Like what's an actual tangible thing where you would be able to check a box and say, yes, that is complete. Yes. I've achieved that. Yes. I've I bought that car that I wanted. Yes. I built my business and scaled it to the level that I was envisioning this year. Um, so then we just get really clear on the, on that goal and it's, it, It does depend on where people are at in business. It's usually anywhere from 90 days to 12 months um, where that's like my favorite zone to play in.
0: And for the people like, I love that. So for the people who are saying, you know what, let's take a look at that next quarter coming up. So that 90 day time span. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, you'd want them to get clear on the vision based on not just the business, but the life, their health, their relationships, all those key components. And then you ask yourself, okay, so based on those goals, what's actually doable or most important in the next 90 days? Totally, yep, exactly,
1: and and like you brought up earlier, it's having those daily small wins. So it's what what can you be doing each day to track towards that thing? You might not be at a spot. Like I'll just take a very tangible um, example. From one of my fitness goals was to do a push up. Like I was not physically able to do a complete full push up on its own when I started towards the goal. So don't get discouraged that you're not there yet. You haven't built the muscles to get there yet. It's the same with business. So what I started doing was I would do 10 pushups in the morning from my knees. And then I would do 10 pushups in the evening from my knees. And I would build. And then eventually, I was able to do more pushups from my knees. And then eventually, I was able to build to doing the full length pushup. Like you build on what you're growing. And it's the same with business. You got to build the muscle first. and I think what we see very common for people is like, I already tried that and it didn't work. And then they give up. It's like, that's not, that's not going to help you hit your goals. You got to stay consistent. You got to have grit and you, you got to be tenacious. You got to be willing to keep moving through the resistance, keep moving through as obstacles are coming up against you. Because when you're committed to a goal, you're willing to do what it takes, even if it doesn't look how you thought it would originally look, you still get to, honor your word and you still get to move through it.
0: Exactly. I mean, what do you say to people who you you just mentioned it and hit the nail on the head here? So many people, they set these goals. And frankly, I don't think most people are taught how to goal set. So we can talk about that in a second. But they set these goals, and it doesn't happen. And so then they think, oh, you know, I can't do it, or it's not possible for me, then they end up taking two steps back. What do you say to that person in that moment to keep them motivated?
1: Yeah, so it's gonna keep coming back to these. Like, what's one thing you can do today? Like, one simple thing. I'm not talking about, like, if your goal is to speak on stage in front of 10,000 people, then your daily action step is not to find 10,000 people and a stage and go rent out an arena and go speak. Like, that's not a one day action. So, your one day action gets to be something that, in that moment of courage, you can complete. In that moment of courage, who are you reaching out to? In that moment of courage, have you written the speech that you want to give to 10,000 people? Like what is one tangible thing that will actually help move you towards your goal and get you in that space of this is what I'm committed to. This is what I'm doing. And yeah, so I think, I think people discount Because they didn't achieve the huge, big, incredible, you know, they didn't finish their Ironman competition today. I'm like, okay, but if you can't even run around the block yet, let's start there. (laughs) Let's get up your endurance and get you to the spot where you'll be completing your Ironman.
0: Yeah, and I just want to touch on something you said here. So the moment of courage. And for everyone listening, there's a great episode that James and I recorded all about the physiology of growth and what's actually happening chemically in your body as you're trying to go to the next level and as you're taking these action steps that Susan is describing. And so the body is going to fight you. It's going to tell you, oh, no, you can't do that push-up. You're not strong enough. Or, oh, no, no one wants to hear from you and, and hear your pitch to get on their stage. Or you'll never ever get in front of 10,000 people so don't even bother writing the speech. And so you have to be self-aware enough to know that that's just your subconscious being programmed in a different way and that the thing that's actually your truth is what you just said Susan it's the vision, it's the thing that's calling you, it's the desires. No matter how outlandish or crazy they may seem in the moment, even if you're like you feel like you're light years away from them, that doesn't matter. Um, as you're saying, Susan, it's just about those action steps, one foot in front of the other consistently. And that may mean, just like many of our experiences, many of the times we played sports, sometimes we do fall down, but that doesn't mean that you don't get back up and keep taking those steps. Yeah. And and one thing I, t- I also want to touch on
1: here is I keep calling it the moment of courage because I think there's a lot of um, false dreams around running a business that once I'm in my lane and once I'm doing what I love and once I have my clients, it's going to be easy. It's going to be smooth. There's never going to be a hiccup because I have it figured out. And I would just really love to speak to that for a moment and say... That's actually not true because you don't always have it figured out if you're growing because you're constantly stepping into a new level and there's going to be new things to learn and there's going to be new experiences to be had. And that moment of courage is going to serve you at every level because every level needs new courage because you're achieving new things, you're stepping into new ways of being, you're expanding yourself in ways that you never have before, and it's not going to be comfortable. And so I don't want you to try to make decisions based off of what feels good or based off of what is easy in the moment, because it's, that's not going to, expand you and help you reach your greatest capacity and help you have the impact that you dream of having that will keep you in a pretty small, uncomfortable comfort zone.
0: Yeah, I think there's a a misconception that it's always going to feel good. And I love the desire map. I love Danielle Laporte. And she's someone who's coming to mind right now because she promotes what feels good. But when you're going to that next level, it's going to feel uncomfortable just like doing the push-up not on your knees for the first time. But that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong or that it's not getting you moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And even
1: just to that example... Um, for, I, mean, I think most people can resonate with this feeling like, oh, I feel like I take one step forward and two steps back. And I don't even, I don't even know what's happening, but I, I'm trying to do the right thing. I feel like I'm, I think I'm going in the right direction. And just like the push-up example, you are building the muscles. And when you first, you're doing, you know, 10 from your knees in the morning and the evening, and then you're doing 20 from your knees morning and evening. And then when you build up to the spot where you're doing a, a real push-up. You might not even be able to do one properly, but don't take that to mean that you haven't been building the muscles. It's simply using those muscles in a new way and you're using them like your body's literally in a new um, position right now. So those muscles have been built. They are getting stronger. The work that you're doing is not lost. You simply get to relearn, okay, now these muscles have to get used to this position. And then you build strength in that position. And you, so know that the work that you're doing and the, the steps that you are taking are not lost. And in those moments where you feel like, oh, I just stepped backwards. I thought I was getting stronger. You're totally, you got stronger and now you're just at a new level. So the strength looks different.
0: Mm, beautiful, and I know that in our communities you are called Susan Bywin. And so, how important are timelines and deadlines for people and their goals? Absolutely, yeah. So
1: I'm a firm believer that deadlines are life. I think that they give so much clarity, and clarity breeds confidence. And when you're confident and you're clear. What can you not accomplish? Like that's, that's where, that's like a a breeding ground for success. When you know what you're going after, you're confident in your ability to do it. You're confident in your ability to hire team members to support you with it. You know what the vision is and you know, by when it's happening, it creates action and momentum because you can have clarity on a goal all day long, but if it's a someday goal what why would you take action on it there's nothing behind you driving you or incentivizing you to move that forward but when you create a deadline it it kicks everything into gear where now you start talking about it with people you start promoting it you can start sharing it with people you start taking actions that are in alignment with completion so that you're not just And and I've been guilty of this. I think a lot of us have been guilty of starting a lot of projects. And then you have a bunch of open-ended things and none of them are making a difference and none of them are having an impact because none of them have been completed and deadlines create the opportunity for completion and the opportunity for what I would say is almost more important for celebrating the victory and really letting yourself recognize like, I just created some impact in this world. That's cool. And, and when you come at it from that excited space, that joy filled space of, Oh my gosh, what do I get to impact next? Who do I get to make a difference for next? You, you, that energy translates as you're, as you're sharing about your business, as you're promoting your upcoming offer, as you're, um, you know, selling spots to your upcoming workshop, like people take notice of that and it's very appealing and it deadlines just are the the center part. It it goes back to the structure creating freedom that feels sort of counterintuitive, but deadlines keep you on track. They they help create clarity and and the excitement of what you're up to.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I just had a blonde moment and realized why people call you by when. It's like your last name, Brennan. It, it's close to my last name, yeah. <laughs> Instead of Susan Brennan, it's Susan Bywinen. Yep. <laughs> I have something more intelligent to say. Um, So the thing that I love about that as well is it helps people get into clarity around whether they actually want something. Because Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of dreamers. And you know, in our community, we have women who, you know, the whole motto of our company Mm -hmm. is to create a life better than your dreams. And so by design, this company is about helping people achieve more than they could ever envision. And at the same time, oftentimes people come with these big, grandiose goals And when you ask them, okay, well, is that a 2020 goal? Is that a 2021 goal? Is that, you know, five years down the road? When is this going to actually happen? You can see like the color drained from their face because they're like, oh, I actually have to do it now or I have to take steps towards it. And you can tell very quickly who is actually committed to the vision. I'm gonna say that again, who's committed to the vision and who is gonna stay in dreamland and stay a bit deluded around what it's actually going to take. And I mean that with all due respect. But what I see in the online space is there are a lot of dreamers and you need to get real with yourself and ask yourself, am I actually going to move forward with this? Because from my perspective, you're doing much more harm to yourself and you're developing mistrust by being in this like la la land around your goals and being being focused on something that you're not actually ever going to do. And frankly, you don't actually want to do. And so I think it's really important to help people get the clarity um, or that there's a lot of clarity that comes when people start to set the deadlines and make that plan.
1: Oh my gosh. I love everything that you just said so much. And creating that mistrust. I mean, goodness, I lived in that world for many years of feeling like, well, I'm thinking about my goals. I'm thinking about my dreams. It would be nice if someday that might happen. Like That would be cool. But I never allowed myself to step into action around it because I had already broken trust with myself. And I didn't believe that anything that I could do would would change that. And obviously, those are lies, but I chose to believe them and I lived under that for a long time. So, as you're building that trust muscle back up, because it is something you get to build back up, that's where, again, those daily wins come in. And where, if for you, in your scenario, exactly where you're at, a big win would be sending a text message to someone then let that be your big win and celebrate the win and chalk it up as a win for the day. And know that as you continue expanding and growing your muscle, your wins will look different than they did at the beginning. And your wins will look different than other people. And I think that's, I mean, the whole comparison trap, that's a whole nother episode. But stop comparing yourself to other people. They're on a totally different journey. And they have completely different life experiences. They've They have different skill sets and different things that they've studied and different people that they know. And they're in different environments than you. And there's so many things that contribute to them being where they are and you being where you are, that it is a complete waste of time to compare, focus on where you're at and grow from where you're at with what you have and focus on building your muscles. And don't look at the muscles that someone else built in their own <laughs> world. Like again, a whole nother episode, but
0: I love it. I want to touch yeah, on it. Yeah, no, I agree. Anything else you want to share with people about any tips around goal setting and accountability? Yes. I think,
1: I mean, I really want you to let yourself, humble yourself enough to take a small action and know that that counts. And tell someone, what you're doing. Make it a public thing. Use your discretion. Not every single goal needs to be shared publicly. And there are things that are close and dear to your heart that share with only your closest people, but share it with someone and and actually let that person into your world to support you, to call you forward when you might be kind of shying away from it, to help you and support you and guide you and cheer you on and simply remind you that you can totally do that you're absolutely capable of that yes yeah let's come up with a way for that to happen surround yourself with people who are for you and when you find someone who's walking a path that you would like to walk when you find someone you admire you look up to reach out to them goodness sakes and and Let yourself get into the curious mindset of, I wonder what they did to get there. Oh my gosh, I wonder what kind of conversations they're having. I wonder who they're collaborating with. I wonder what went into their decision to do this instead of that. Like, let yourself get into the curious of what are they doing that's working? And then step into one of those things a little bit further than you stepped into
0: it yesterday. And let that be your win. And I can- think people avoid yeah. that curiosity because they don't want to feel bad about not being as far along. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think, you know, if you're looking at somebody else, then sometimes it makes it glaringly obvious what someone else has achieved, but you haven't yet achieved. But as we always talk about it, I hurt my life, especially around jealousy, especially around comparison. It's so important to look at it as someone showing you what's possible. Yeah. And like you said, if someone's done it before, that means they're human and you're human, so you can do it too, and you can ask them or learn from them and get clarity on how you do it for yourself. Totally. And to that point of you know
1: recognizing who you're looking at, if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people who have not achieved things or are not living a life that you admire for whatever reason, know that their tendency is going to be to to keep you playing small to keep you in their life. It's more comfortable for them if you stay where you're at. So as you begin to grow, be okay with letting go of relationships with people who are not celebrating your victories with you. Hmm. And that that's a tough pill to swallow. And and I've I, I've walked the path many times where you you do end up, you outgrow friendships and relationships. Um, and they may be people who are really close to you. And you get to be surrounded by people who are excited about what you're up to, who are moving you forward, lifting you up, helping you rise, increasing your impact, like providing and showing you opportunities to continue expanding. So if that for you is, your, is something that you're realizing that, wow, I th- I'm kind of actually surrounded by people who constantly say like what what do you mean you're gonna do that? That's dumb. Or no one from our neighborhood's ever done that before. Or who are you like, what do you mean you're gonna do that? That's I I don't know anyone else who's ever done that. If those are the conversations that you're having, I would recommend really leaning into finding mentors that you can learn from and glean wisdom from and read their books, listen to their podcasts, sign up for their coaching programs, like start conversations with them and Start surrounding yourself with people who are for you. That's that. That's a game
0: changer. Totally. So, with that, will you share a little bit about the work that you do at I Hurt My Life, and also where people can find you online? Oh, totally. Yeah. So, as you've heard, with my nickname Susan Bywinen,
1: <laughs> I am our resident success and accountability coach, and what that translates to is I really help people get clear on. What are those daily action steps you can take to hit your goals? And bringing simplification to it. There's no need to overcomplicate. There's no need to spin out of control into this huge cloud of all these different things that could be done. Yeah, all those different things could be done. But if not one of them is getting done, (laughs) then none of them are helpful. So let's get you clear on what you're working on and when you're working on those things and when they'll be complete by. And you'll notice that I ask for the completion date, not the start date. I don't particularly care
0: when you start a project. It doesn't make much of an impact if you don't finish it. Yeah, and I love in, in particular, and I heard coaching. I was looking in that group this morning, and the ladies just had their call with you. And then you asked them, you know, what are the things that they're actually taking um, steps on? Like one woman put a uh, marketing strategy to sell for coaching packages, clarity on her coaching packages and what's in them in terms of bonuses. We have things around get your first paying client, have my first 3K month, add 100 people to my mailing list. And so I hope people understand that. We we have made a conscious decision within our company, that accountability and goal setting, just like Susan said, is everything. And so people come to us and want to work with us because of the additional coaches in our program that aren't just giving information, but they're like, okay, what's the deadline? When is this going to happen? What is your clarity? Give me the three steps. And that makes a world of difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you're not if you're not letting anyone else into your world, uh, there's not really a lot of hope for you. You got to have people that you can <laughs> talk to and trust in and lean on. And I mean, I just <laughs> think like super well. None dumb. of us got to where we are by ourselves. None of us, all the people that you admire, all the people you look up to, every athlete you've ever idolized, every person that you've ever said, wow, they've made it. They did not get there by themselves. They did not get there by closing off their life and just head down. I'm just going to do the work. None of them. So let other people in and let people in who are for you. Again, I cannot highlight that enough, but really choose to, choose to open yourself up and and be vulnerable and transparent. And, and it's okay if you are a little bit sheepish about it at first. And you know, I'm kind of, here's what I'm up to and I'm kind of nervous and I don't know what it looks like and, but share it with someone, start the conversation and let it build from there. So yeah, let others in.
0: Awesome. A little bit of hope for you. I think, you know, I'll preface that with saying what you mean is like if you're looking to grow and transform, staying in the same community that, you know, does the same thing day after day, thinks the same thing for generation after generation, there's not going to be growth there.
1: Yeah. Yes. Good translation. (laughs) I love that quote though. And where can people find you online? So if you are on Instagram, then you can head on over to my account. It is at growthandgracelife. All one word, growthandgracelife. And then if you are online or you want to peek over to a free training that I did and there's no like, you don't have to give me your email or anything, but it's successfulbabe.com forward slash freebie. F R E E B I E. And it's a fun training. I did. It'll get your creative juices flowing. It's specifically to help people come up with their next digital product. It's like a brainstorming, uh, Facebook live that I did, but I just, I would love for you to take a peek at that and kind of come up with some ideas of what would your next digital product be? And, um, and then the steps to go from there. So yeah, those are my two places that I hang out the most, but Instagram and that website.
0: And then final question, we ask all of our guests here. Yeah. What is one way people can create a life better than their dreams? Oh, I mean, gosh, I talked about letting people in. And I really think
1: I really think that's the game changer. Let people in, let people who, and, and I will highly preface this, they need to be people who are for you and who genuinely care about you and your success. Let them speak into you and, and sometimes it might hurt. Sometimes it'll be real uncomfortable and you're going to get real squirmy during the conversation. But when people who are for you speak truth into your life around like, hey, this, this behavior isn't working for you or hey, this is something you might consider shifting or hey, this is an opportunity that you know you might not feel ready for but I actually see this for you. You might consider stepping into it. Let their words actually land. And really listen and choose to open yourself up to those conversations and choose to let people into your world who intimidate you. And I don't mean the unhealthy intimidation. I mean, yeah. like if you admire someone so much and you would love to learn from them, let them into your life, invite mm-hmm. them into your life, invite someone out for coffee I'm not guaranteeing every single person is going to say yes, but I can guarantee that when you keep at it, you're going to welcome in some phenomenal people in your life. And it's really fun to keep that moving forward and to become that person for other people. So let yourself pour out as much as you're receiving. Like be generous with what you're learning and what you're um, in the ways that you're growing. Share it with people. So let people in. People.
0: That's the answer. People. Thank you, Susan. Amazing. Well, I enjoyed our time here and I know everyone's going to love this episode and be setting goals like it's nobody's business. So thank you again for sharing all of your wisdom. I hope you love today's episode. As you heard, I Heart My Life is all about support, and we have a variety of different coaches available for all of our clients in multiple different programs. So regardless of where you're at in life and business, regardless of what your goals are, it's time to take action. Just like Susan said, getting yourself into community and surrounded by people who are going to lift you up, that's the key to your success. Go to iheartmylife.com to learn more about our programs and courses, and if you want to book a call to learn more about working with us, go to iheartmylifebooking.com. Thank you for listening to the iHeart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on iHeartMyLifeNow. My Life. Now, see you next time.